Away, you moldy rogue. Away. Welcome back to the Moldy Rogues podcast, where today we finally crown the winner of the Henchman Royale tournament and flick through the mortifying pages of the latest issue of Recoil Off Grid. Not a sniff of Seagal or Hardy in the entire thing. Enjoy. Blind my in a row, tree blind my near they go, marching down the street single file, to a calypso beat all the while, they're looking for the cat, the cat that swallowed the rat, they want to show that cat the attitude of tree blind mice. A woman. And there, the sound of Roger Moore being sexist welcomes us to the finale of Henchman Royale. Oh, absolutely. Henchman Royale, the game whereby the 12 most famous henchmen in James Bond history do battle. And we are down to the quarterfinals. So we have three henchmen each, numbered one to six. Could you give me an odd number to indicate your first henchman, please? Let's go for three. Three is Renard. Ah. Can you remind me who Renard is? He is a Russian via Glasgow, played by Robert Carlyle, excellent actor. And his thing is that he's he's been shot in the head by another member of James Bond's team, and he's got a bullet that's going through his head that is killing off his senses. So he feels no pain, he can't taste anything, but mainly it's about the pain thing. So he's like sort of invincible even though he's not invincible, because as we discussed last time, actually, it just makes him more susceptible to illness and infection and things like that. But that's not really covered in the film. There's one bit where he uh, <laughs> he pushes a, a nuclear rod into a reactor with his bare hands. Yeah. Um, because he feels no pain, it's fine. But I was saying, I'm pretty sure, scientifically, that's not how radiation works. Like, uh, <laughs> having watched Chernobyl and stuff. But, you know, whatever. He is... But he's kind of henchman middle ground because he's sort of the main baddie, but then he isn't because then that fringe bird is kind of sleeping with him, although he doesn't feel anything, so I don't know what he's getting out of that. But <laughs> I digress. Could you give me a number between two and six? Go for six. Odd job. Ah, oh, for Where God's sake. I wanted, literally, the only <laughs> one I wanted to get was odd job. Uh, that's annoying. Well, this is what happened. With his walnut-crushing skills and his hat. <laughs> so that's the end of Renard. Excellent. So if you can give well, me... No, 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 <laughs> Let's talk it through. Well, you already said it. Walnut-crushing. I want my job. I like my job, but I still want to talk about the battle itself. You know, you can't just assume automatically because <laughs> where are they fighting? That's the first thing. They are fighting at a planetarium. Okay. Planetarium, enclosed spaces. Good. Uh, <laughs> is it a planetarium with kind of steel beams in the ceiling? And I'm just thinking if there's a way Oddjob can get his hat caught somewhere. That, <laughs> that's basically him out of the fight. 
No, I think if you had steel beams, you wouldn't be able to see the sky, would you? Okay, fine. So, odd jobs through the next round. Another uh, odd number between one Odd job and... is hat, but Renard can, doesn't feel any pain. So, even so, if he breaks Renard's yeah, neck, he yeah, can when still his keep head, coming out. When his head falls off, it doesn't matter if he feels pain or not, does it? Yeah, but also, as we've discussed, you can just duck under Odd Job's hat. <laughs> he knocked the head off a statue, and you're meant to be like, oh, literally, it's a stationary object. It's not moving. And he killed that one woman with his hat. Yes, he did. But then the only other time, yeah, okay, so he, ki- he knocked the head off a statue, and he killed that woman who was running yep. with her back to him with his hat. Fine. Yep. Two out of three. The third time he tried to do it against James Bond, who was actually facing him, right, <laughs> missed got it stuck in those bars, and then, because he doesn't know how electricity works, dies. <laughs> I'm saying the hat is not the best weapon. Renard doesn't really have any weapons to speak of. No. Ah, fine. Odd job's through, whatever. Excellent. Okay, number... Does that mean you get to keep odd job now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, number what? between... Yeah, yeah he's mine. Shit. He's mine now for the uh, tournament. No, he's not. Number we do a reshuffle next round. All right. Well, he's through to the next round. And number yeah, between yeah. one and five that is off. Uh, five. You got Jaws. Oh, this is and it. Number between two and four. Well, two or four, shall we say. <laughs> two. Mr. Hinks. Now, I've got to say, I can't even remember who Mr. Hinks is. <laughs> uh, metal Fingernails. Big bloke. In what film? Uh, Spectre. Oh, the um, one. Bautista. Uh, Bautista, of course, Bautista. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Bautista versus Jaws would be a pretty spicy fight. The thing is about Bautista, right, or Mr. Hinks. He's a massive, strong, powerful bull of a man. Yes. And then they thought, and we'll give him metal fingernails. Yes. Just to make him really fucking scary. He must have said, you know this is a James Bond film, right? Oh, yeah. Mm, so he, mm. he needs to have like a knife in his shoe or he needs to every time he farts, it's poison gas. It needs, mm-hmm. There needs to be something extra. So, but no, but he's, he's seven foot tall and massive. But no, mm. no, he's going to, let's give him fancy fingernails. I'd love to have been in that production meeting. <laughs> I think Jaws has got it. Explain that. Because Jaws is pretty rubbish, and especially in Moonraker, he's a Don't bumbling idiot. Don't election tactics again. He's a bumbling idiot. No, 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 no. No? How many times does he try and kill Roger Moore in Moonraker? Yeah, Mr. Hinks was literally killed by a barrel round his neck like Donkey Kong. Barrel round his neck, thrown off a train. Jaws, none of that. He was killed in a space station explosion. Did he actually die, though? Well, the space station exploded, so one can assume. (laughs) Well, James Bond does say, well, we're only two miles from Earth. Yeah, yeah, I know, but... This time, he's certainly bitten off more than he could chew. (laughs) A woman. (laughs) (laughs) I think Jaws would edge it. Jaws, yeah, he's got a bit of a sort of Chuckle Brothers vibe about him, yes, for sure. Yes, but, yes. but he always survived. Apart Mr. from when Hinks, he died, was, when he always yeah. survived, he, he dies. The same Jaws scene. thinks outside the box, though, as well. This no, is what I like about Jaws. He doesn't. He gets destroyed by cable cars. He's an he idiot. He destroyed by them. He, just, he got you know, crushed he, by a cable car and a blonde and girl he was survived. to save his life. 
And he survived. This is the thing. Yeah, but people like him. Mr. Hicks now. People like him. It's neither here nor there. It's a fight to the no, death. It is, though. This is what I mean. Yeah, this is, but I think, I think Lady Luck smiles on him. Except when he dies. Not confirmed. No oxygen in space. Massive explosion. He's going through the next round. Even though he's just saved Roger Moore's life, Roger Moore chuckles and goes and has intergalactic sex with some bomb lady. Yeah. I mean, Roger Moore's a dick, first of all. Yes. But that's by the by. George, you see, this is what I mean. He's not all bad. And I think that sort of depth to his character gives him a little bit more intelligence when it comes to the fight. It's I not a Mr. job Hinks... interview. Depth to his character. <laughs> doing... Mr. Hinks running in a straight line, fine. But any sort of throw anything different into the mix, he's in trouble. All right. Even though you're massively wrong, I will give you Jaws, mostly because your Renard was so terrible, uh, which means our final fight is <laughs> my Red Grant, who arguably the weakest of all the henchmen, against your Xenia on a top. Uh, I mean, uh, talk about a one-trick pony. Who, Xenia or Red Grant? Well, I can't even remember who Red Grant is, but Xenia very much has one trick, which is to somehow crush somebody's hips to death. I think, yeah, I, well, she only does that to one person, doesn't she? I know, but it's very much her uh, modus operandi, isn't it? She tries to do it to James Bond, and then he uh, smashes her into a wall in a sauna. <laughs> the only one she crushes is that little bold bloke on the boat. It's not really a superpower, is it, being able to kill a little bold bloke with your thighs? <laughs> her superpower is being sexually aroused by shooting or killing people. Mm. Is that a superpower, or is it just sort of a, a mental issue? Remind me again, Red Grant, which one was he? Oh, he's the Ivan Drago character, right? Yeah, he's the one who Sean Connery beats up in a train compartment. I mean, I'm noticing a theme. Do the writers of James Bond films just say, well, at some point James Bond going to have to fight somebody taller than him in a train? <laughs> but no particular skill to bring to the table. He's a Soviet hard man. He's not Soviet, though. I looked it up. Is he's he apparently not? British. Talking about the character. No, no, no. In the film, he's a British communist. Same it's not a very Soviet name, Grant, is it? If you think about it. Well, it's not a very name name, Red. No. <laughs> I thought when you first said his name was Red Granite, which would be a much better name. Rock Hudson. Rock Solid. Red Granite. Um, that could be a Steven Seagal film. So who are we saying? I mean, these are very much the two weakest sides. This is the uh, Denmark versus Czech Republic of the quarterfinals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I at the know. end of the day, he'd probably just pound her to death, wouldn't he? <laughs> you want to be brutalist about it, yeah. Suspending the uh, joy of cinema for a second, yes. Yes, he probably would. <laughs> Suspending the dream world in which we inhabit for this short hour and yeah hammering us relentlessly into the real world yes a big two meter tall massive soviet hardman probably would beat up a woman yeah <laughs> some of the romance out of it i think mayday would stand a better chance although that would be a ding-dong battle those two well there it is we have to the, the last one took my took the wind out of my sails a little bit i was enjoying <laughs> the uh our job the jaws and then you've got red grant yeah we just beat us to death wouldn't he yeah, yeah, I suppose so, Dan. Yeah, probably, probably would. 
Ah, it's the magic of Bond ruined for me forever. Probably just use his superior strength to murder her, wouldn't he? Yeah, probably just use his weight and his strength and, yeah, end of that. He'd yeah, be saying, yeah. uh, do you fancy a shag? Because the only thing I can do, and I've only done it once, is crush people's thighs. And even then, it was a guy who was honestly about a quarter of your size and he was like an ageing bold bloke. So even if we did end up in bed, I don't rate my chances, to be honest, because I don't even think my thighs could straddle your humongous Soviet torso. So I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> Three men through to the semi-final. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> well, not just that. Hashtag maths problem. Royal Rumble, I think. Should we just do Odd Job versus Jaws as the final? Well, Red Grant's rubbish, isn't he? Like, I guess. <clears throat> How he's found his way to the final. Red Grant is probably the only other henchman that Odd Job could kill with his hat because he's too stupid to duck. Yeah. So if we're doing Jaws versus Odd Job as the battle <laughs> for the ultimate henchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaws like... wins. Yeah, but Jaws is rubbish. He's in his trousers. George, yeah, so what? He gets his suits fitted by a blind tailor. It's not the <laughs> issue. We're not talking the best dressed henchman. In which case, Odd Job would be a firm favourite because he always looks sharp. Um, Actually, that's always not... wears a hat. So you would say Jaws beats Odd Job. Um, it's all down to can he duck that first frisbee hat? Because uh, if he doesn't, he's in trouble. I would say the frisbee hat goes in. I think he catches it in his teeth because, again, <laughs> luck is always with him. And then once our job's hat is out of the equation, you can crack as many walnuts and golf balls as you like, mm. but Jaws is about nine foot taller than him. Yes. And I think well, Jaws would just hoof him like a rugby ball, to be honest. <laughs> Odd job is twice the weight. Stocky, win. as wide as he is tall. What do you think? I would certainly pay to see these two guys oiled down in a pit, fighting to the death. But <laughs> I think Jaws would just about... Unless Oddjob gets a bit of distance and closes the gap, and he gets up close and personal with Jaws, you know, if he can get one of those golf ball crushing hands on Jaws's clackers, then, uh, <laughs> then <laughs> all bets are off, I suppose, yeah. But if he's that close in, then Jaws will go for his famed neck bite. <laughs> yeah, but he'd have to sort of fold himself in half to reach because our job's only up to his ankle. Maybe uh, our job's got anything. <laughs> You've talked yourself out of the victory. I know, yeah, but I just can't see what... Because Jaws has got a long way to go to bite him, which is his main thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult to bite someone who's literally pretty much at ground level for you. Yeah. I think that's it. I think we give it to Oddjob. Oddjob. Throws the hat. The hat hits Jaws in the teeth. Yep. But then he closes the gap. Golf ball was... crushing hand on the clackers. That's it. Good night. <laughs> Pay to see that. <laughs> Oddjob <laughs> is the best henchman.
palate cleanser, a little warmer, recoil off grid, um, next to Cranky Dinner Ladies, probably our favourite magazine, has just come out. I would say so. If you want to have a a little look through that. Recoil off grid, August 2021. Ooh, okay. Right. Now, (laughs) have you already had a look at this? Only the cover. Uh, So... The main feature for this month is Outlast Extended Emergencies. Yes. Okay. And then, oh, man. Okay, it's getting a bit graphic, this. Uh, <laughs> uh, the subheadlines, build your own shotgun, improvised <laughs> wound closure, and a water filter buyer's guide, dehydrating food at home. So, uh, yeah, man. It lost a bit of energy there, didn't it, from... Uh... Build your own shotgun yeah. to a water filter buyer's guide. You think, well, no, that's in a different magazine. Build your own shotgun. It should be how to reload with just your teeth. <laughs> how to uh, how to keep fighting after an arm has been blown off. How would you this describe is... the uh, the lady who is on the cover? Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, she's not unattractive. Yeah. She's reasonably muscular but a good looking lady uh, wearing a sort of a tank top holding a ridiculous bow and arrow set um and a rucksack but what's most haunting is there's just something dead in her eyes <laughs> she's looking just to the left of center yeah. and you can tell she's thinking about the last person she killed with that bow and arrow set oh yeah no definitely there's just a glazed look <laughs> She's definitely stoved someone's head in with a rock or something. <laughs> she's been by herself <laughs> for too long. Yeah, she's a very attractive, uh, not very attractive, she's an attractive lady, but well, just she's no a, love in her eyes. Oh, no. She's a recoil off grid 10 without Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Because the yeah, usual yeah. women in here are baseball, bat, carrying maniacs. Mm. She looks like, you know, she could strangle you in a heartbeat. While you slept. Mm. Well, you slept, exactly. I mean, I'm intrigued to see the improvised wound closure article. <laughs> so I think that's going to be uh, the pick of the bunch for this week. Uh, and it's showing what the um, lovely lady on the front cover has got in her rucksack. She's got some what look like <laughs> sachets of Nescafe, although I'm guessing they're not. <laughs> Something called Nutrient Survival. A walkie-talkie, although if you're surviving, I don't know who you're talking to. Binoculars, uh, first aid kit, gun, obviously, goes that saying, uh, sunglasses, and a hatchet. Mm-hmm. Um, Good selection. There's a rundown of the best boots to use if you're shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> what is interesting, right, is you go through this, and at the beginning, it's all about like wound closure. What assault rifle should you buy if you're being if your home is being attacked by multiple enemies? Um, this kind of thing. And then as you scroll down, there's a, a lovely article about uh, fruits of your labor. Learn how to cultivate your own sustainable and delicious fruit at home. And then it becomes a bit gardener's world. <laughs> um, and then you scroll down again and high stakes. What role could marijuana play in a post-apocalyptic nation? I don't know, everyone probably would want to get off their tits, I would imagine. But then after the after the weed article, you're back into the, you know, 
it's an advert for the sort of machete that the Spartans in 300 used. Have we found out how to close your own wounds? Uh, okay, here we are. Back to the suture, the off-grid guide to DIY wound closure methods. What a pun. <laughs> do you think they were sat yeah. around, somebody went, we've got to do a film pun with this. Uh, Back to the Future 3? No, it doesn't work. Back to the Future. I mean, they missed out, like... <laughs> this is the thing. This is why I am very much a wasted talent, because yeah. straight in there, I would have got in with a stitch in time, you know? Ah. Back to the Suture doesn't really make any sense. Nope. Because sutures are still used by medical professionals. Yeah. It also says, this article is for informational purposes only and applies specifically to long-term off-grid scenarios. Improper wound closure can cause more problems than it solves. Seek care by certified professionals whenever <laughs> a functioning medical system exists. Yeah. Ugh. And then you just kind of think of no shit because then below that, there is how to close a wound with a stapler. Oh, I mean, the pictures of the closed ah, wounds are absolute ah. filth. What on earth is that, Mary? Oh, that's filthy. Closing a wound using a fishing line, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, there's a really... Somebody's using, like, a Black and Decker workmate. Oh. Yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> it just got worse. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Dan, 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 don't forget, first of all, staple intervals are dependent on the location of the wound, okay? And yeah. also, goes without saying, a staple remover is needed to easily take the staples out. <laughs> Man alive. Oh, oh my God, somebody's yeah. literally nearly chopped their arm off. Yeah, yeah, oh. I told you, just when you think it's the worst picture, then somebody chops their arm oh. off. These all look like real injuries. What kind of nutters are going, hang on, hang on, hang on, this really hurts, but before you stitch my wound up, can you get the survivalist nutters to come and take some photos? <laughs> no, doctor, don't use the normal suturing equipment. I've got some fishing line in my bag. Get that out and do that. There's a staple gun and some fishing line. Yeah, what a magazine. Make your own smoke grenade. Yeah, I would to that. Yeah, make your own smoke grenades. Using granulated sugar. Saucepan and spatula, looks like a couple of highlighters, some tape, and honestly looks like Levi Root's peri-peri sauce. <laughs> I mean, make your own smoke grenades. It looks quite difficult to yeah. make your own smoke grenade. And also, why would you need your own smoke grenade? That's a pretty extreme circumstance to have prepared for. If you've already got an assault rifle and night vision... And you know how to staple up a wound. I don't know what else you really need. Uh, this magazine is designed for absolute psychopaths. <laughs> well, there you have it. Informative and entertaining as always. We have crowned Odd Job as the king of the henchmen and put the world to rights once again. Next time we shall have another Name That Hardy and introduce a new segment to fill the void of the henchmen, Heroes versus Villains. You will not be disappointed. Until next time. Goodbye, everybody. Mm -hmm.